Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great teams and welcome on board the WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar performer and always glad to be on this program. Across from me, a superlative man who cannot wait for the next 11 days to evolve so he can take a well-deserved time off. 11 days? Oops. I have that much time off? There you go. Well, yeah. That's oh, how much you get. You get an extra I didn't one. count. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting. I know you are. <laughs> All right. But Joe McGranahan, mayor of Shemokin Dam, chair of the CSVT task force, and a wide range of other important jobs. Do you ever do those needs assessments with the chambers where you look at all the unmet needs in, that exist in our region? We used to do a program of work type meeting with them where we try to identify all the problems facing the area. Yeah, I think they've gone another direction now, but I did those many years. Yeah, you have a gift for that, this idea of... Uh, I got a gift, all right. Really? <laughs> you should give it back. <laughs> yeah, right. This, uh, they keep trying to take it back. But that wasn't always an interesting thing to sit in the back row at that and watch how individuals would uh, name not only the superlative things that are already happening, but uh, not just the unmet needs, but real specific slow spots like, you know, transportation or trying to get the CSVT moving or uh, another area might be economic development or blight in the neighborhood. And then, before you leave the room, give us a plan of attack. You know, how are we going to, uh, we're not going to solve it tomorrow. What are the, if we're going to chip away, what are the first chips that we, we can take here? I always thought that was interesting. We need the chips off the old block. <laughs> yeah, program of work. Okay, we'll have to have That's one what they the, used to call it, yep. We'll have to have one of those for this show. Well, first of all, get rid of the host. <laughs> all right, On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us one 1- 800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You're welcome throughout our show to email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We encourage you to visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. I haven't been to the Sunbury Motor Company in almost 11 hours, and I highly encourage you to do precisely what I did yesterday, and that's look at some of the F. 150s that they are priced to super low and as you can see when you try to drive through the lot they are packed with cars and uh, while it's difficult to drive through it does mean that they have a lot of incentives to move some of these vehicles along they still had a lot of stock left over from the COVID-19 pandemic when they couldn't sell anything and then uh, all cars that were already on order came rolling in and then as they slowly started the online sales uh, more vehicles came in. So they are just packed and why is that your advantage? Well, they have an incentive. They want got to clear the lot and they would just love for you to participate in that. And what's the advantage to you? 
the lower price. It's just that simple. So Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, pre-owned vehicles, you name it, they are very motivated sellers at the Sunbury Motor Company, and they can still work out the opportunity for you to purchase online right from your home, and you also have an opportunity now to participate in a sale, keeping social distancing, but to get a pitch from a salesperson just the way you always did, uh, but they'll keep their distance. They speak up plenty loud for you to hear what they have to say, and guess what they're going to say? that you're going to get a great deal on your pre-owned vehicle and your new vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. And they would just love to do business with you, as I have and Joe has, and uh, uh, well, probably hundreds of thousands of people have done over the years. Uh, get great business from, get uh, great deals from the Sunbury Motor Company. Have you finished? Yep. Okay, good deal. What's cooking, brother? Well, we have a, a letter from Tom to get us started this morning. We have some emails left over from yesterday. We had a vibrant discussion. We didn't get to finish it. And I got a story, which I sent to you this morning, about major food brands that are changing their names and logos in this massive effort to combat racial bias in the food industry. <laughs> oh, you poor guy. I know you don't <laughs> like this this review that's underway. All of this, we can blame Yosemite Sam. He started he this. He did. But you hear what happened in Wisconsin last night. They tore down a statue of somebody who came to this country uh, and came specifically to fight against slavery and the, joined the Union Army in the Civil War, they tore down his statue and threw it in a lake. And what is the dilemma with uh, there must because be Because he was, had, he had no racial, uh, he, all he ever did was fight against slavery. Okay. He came here to fight against slavery, fought against it. They erected a statue to him and they tore it down, which leads me to believe as some of the pundits I heard this morning, admittedly on Fox, and I did also watch MSNBC and CNN. I saw your one funnel's missing. But the people, people on Fox this morning said, you know, these protesters don't even know what they're tearing down. They just have that oh, idea. I now, see. supposedly so tonight, they're coming back to tear down the statue of Abe Lincoln uh, with the slave in Washington, uh, which was Frederick Douglass approved it and raised money for it. You know, and not, none of these protesters today, nobody in Black Lives Matter has ever done or ever will do as much for black emancipation as Frederick Douglass did. If you don't know who he is, read a biography of the guy. All right, so our statue taking down is uh, out of control. It is. It really, it's it's insane. We're rebranding food names, you know, like, like the Eskimo pie. Well, that one kills me because I, they're saying that the Eskimo is a bad, has a bad connotation. It, it's for people who are the Inuit people and people who are could qualify under the name Eskimo. You and I wouldn't find it offensive, but they do find it not necessarily offensive, but a disparaging remark for individuals who are Eskimo. It's it's like the N-word. You and I could use it back and forth and call each other, but if we were to refer to somebody who's black as that, they would surely be offended. So it's, the Eskimo is exactly the same way. As a white person, you don't get it. But as well, a person who from? is... I've never heard anything negative in connotation with Eskimo other than identifying a group of people who lived in the Arctic. Yeah, I didn't hear about it until this I popped mean, up. Well, what, it has, what is it? What's so bad about it? If you search the Internet, you'll see there's an article here, or maybe a, you know, like a Washington Post article there. Not a lot of words about it up to now. But for folks who... But it's offensive. Who Well, to, for individuals <laughs> who are being actually referred to, uh, you know, as Eskimos it is. But, uh, you know, as you, as you say, and you are 100% right in, in this regard, this is all brand new. Nobody knew that any 
anybody thought, uh, you know, even me, I mean, that Eskimo was an offensive word or irritated some people or that uh, certain statues really harken back to a, a, a time when, you know, our U.S. was not as, didn't have nearly as much equality or people weren't behaving as, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not even can't even think of the right word. You're beginning People, to sound like Joe Biden over there. <laughs> thank you. Well, I only know 700 words. It is easy for right, me to hard run to out. put them all together at one time. <laughs> it's easy for me to run out. But I just think you know our nation hasn't always displayed the kind of equality it's trying to show now. So I think you can call up all kinds of milestones in our past and say this is an example of when you know we hadn't progressed quite as far as we have now. But so in any event, go back to what I've said all along. Please. It's people. The problem we have in this country laws to cover every single thing that you could think of. We have enacted laws. You know, yesterday I was pleased to see that our state house and senate got together and unanimously passed police reform legislation here. They can't do that in D.C. because they're more interested in posturing for the election. I, I thought, and I've always had a great deal of respect for Senator Casey, went down a little bit yesterday when I heard his on the air this morning explaining why he didn't like the Republican bill. All they had to do was get together and discuss you know, let, let's talk about it. You know, give them the 60 votes so we put it on the floor and talk about it. And they're hating each other in Washington. Right. You know what? Six points of their 12-point bills are the same. I, so why not enact the first six and then debate the others and come to some kind of conclusion? So instead we do nothing, and then we have what they do best in Washington, what Senator Casey does best, what Senator Toomey does best, point the finger at the <laughs> other guy. Your fault. You messed it up. You screwed it your up. Your bill's a non-starter because it doesn't have this. Well, you know, Your this, bill's a non-starter because it does have this. And well, and, and you know what, in Washington and, and maybe elsewhere, the biggest issue is is immunity for police officers. If they do do wrongdoing, they should Limited have, immunity. It's not total immunity. It's limited immunity. Well, okay. So, yeah, right. So we have to get the wording perfect. Thank you. But the fact is, for the every the Democrats say, oh, it's a non-starter if it doesn't have it. And the Republicans say, well, it's a non-starter if it does have it. You know, it's like, all right, both of you, set it aside for the moment. And what do these guys have when on. they speak on the Senate and House floor? They have absolute immunity from the things they say on the floor of the House and the Senate. No, so it's okay. They've got them. absolute immunity, but they don't want to give the police even limited immunity. Well, you know, let's take away their immunity from what they say on the House and Senate floor so that when they make an outrageous statement, somebody can sue them. All right, we're, we're <laughs> skipping over quite a few we separate are. and important, but all important <laughs> topics here that relate to this current discussion. Uh, we would like, you have your paper in front of you I related do, and to we the have brand Tom's names. note that he sent us, which... We probably should take a second to read. It's not very long. Well, he then says, let me put it out here, the, the phone number right. again. Put Folks the phone number call up. us now. 1-800-795-9565. Do we have an email address? <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at 1-800-795-9565. Or, or you can text, text us, us at WKOK on the market, WKOK.com. Right? That's correct. Thank <laughs> okay. you. All right, we got one call coming in. All right, Tom says, a lot of criticism about Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, on recent shows. Well, let's not forget about Dopey Don, who spouts 100 times more nonsense than our next president. Joe Biden's TV ads are excellent and portray Dopey Don perfectly. The Lincoln Project, a Republican anti 
Trump group, Trump group also has some excellent ads and is raising tons of money for more. I don't know of any Democratic groups that are campaigning against our next Democratic president. Dopey Don, alias Once and Done, belongs on the floor just like the wax, and he will be trampled. Double-digit leads for Sleepy Joe over Dopey Don, and it's only going to get worse. Dopey Don still has a small lead amongst uneducated white males. Maybe they, too, will come to their senses. This show will be a good barometer. All right, thank Tom. you. Well, President Trump gets tons of criticism on the show, though Joe Biden has, too. I mean, Joe Biden certainly has. Well, the Joe Biden supporters, I mean, they even have to take courses in how to write letters to the editor to support him because they can't think of anything good to say about <laughs> oh, him on their own. Oh, Joe, Joe. <laughs> you, you, every single human being in the whole valley could write a, a succinct and cogent letter to the editor, and uh, Joe Biden still is not going to be the top vote-getter around here. You don't think so? No. <laughs> okay. No, and I think when when uh, Dr. Madonna was on the line, he said, you know, you, we could have double-digit polls up until the day of the election, but that's not how the Electoral College works. It reaches down deeply into these conservative hearts of some of these states, and that's what swings the election, and that's why Hillary Clinton um, didn't win, he yes. says. And why their polling didn't, in part, why their polling didn't accurately reflect how the vote would eventually go. All right, one call's coming in, uh, but Jimmy is waiting. Jimmy, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quick break here on the mark. Yeah, you guys are really irritating me with what you're talking about today. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, tell us how. That's what we try to do so that you <laughs> have no choice but to dial. <laughs> well, just about everything. Like, who's Dopey Don? That's you know, who's, a, calling, who's calling the president dopey? Tom, uh, our run of our uh, run of our regular listeners email. and callers and emailers. Tom is calling him that. He must be a dope. What's he done <laughs> with his life besides calling to a radio show? Well, well, don't demean that. That's how we eat around here. <laughs> well, and I think, Tom, well, Tom, we ask people to call and write in and express their opinions, regardless of whether their life has significant value to you or not. Uh, to them, to us, their life is valuable because they have an opinion. And Dopey Don is, people do use disparaging remarks uh, to, you know, to refer all, to President Trump or to and he Joe uses, Biden. And he uses you? derogatory what remarks. What about Obama? What did they use to disparage Obama? Well, they indicated that he wasn't born here in the United States of America. Well, that was true, but, I mean, what did they call him? <laughs> they didn't call him Dopey Obama, did they? No, I think because that was a different era. We've lowered the decorum level. Era. Era. Different era. A different was era. There different pe was, was this guy calling Dopey Don, was he alive then? I believe he was, yes. Right. At a different year. But that was before President Trump lowered uh, our oh, standards. Oh, you think Trump lowered something? <laughs> Give me uh, a break. Trump's mm. the best thing that's happened to this country All right, there in we go. decades. And there decades. it is. <laughs> decades. And you don't have to go to the Alzheimer's unit to visit him either. Like you're going to have to for Sleepy Joe. Well, did you notice that when Joe Biden uh, was talking to us maybe a week ago, or he said with an interview, he said whomever he selects at his, as his vice president is going to have to be ready to be president on oh, day no. one. Well, no, she has to be white and black, because that's what we base our decisions on, how to promote or how to pick or choose individuals to fill positions in this Democratic era of uh, boneheads like Obama. Let's pick a black woman. She's got to be black. Doesn't have to be the best person for the job. How's that not 
reverse discrimination. How's that not racist? We're going to put them back in chains. All the racist stuff Joe Biden says and all the race baiting the media does and just making it all about Republicans hate black people and you need to go out and raise hell and tear down statues. All these people doing this, they don't care anything about race or race relations. All they want to do is destroy this country. That's what they want. They just want to raise hell and be a bunch of anarchists. But don't you, know? you won't you concede that there are elements, and I, I'm a lifelong Republican, but won't you concede? Elements of what? Well, that's what I'm about to say. Hold on. <laughs> Spit <laughs> it out already. Well, give me a second. I'm old. It takes right. me a minute to put my thoughts together. Don't you believe that yeah, President Trump, don't you believe President Trump brings some of this criticism on his, himself by the way he behaves personally? Not not his job as president, which I think he does a wonderful job Only, at. only Rosie O'Donnell. What about only it? Rosie O'Donnell? Remember that from the debates when when that idiot reporter asked him that he calls women's dogs and pigs and all this stuff, and he said only Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, well Trump defends Trump defends himself, and the media can't take it because they're used to kicking these little sissies that just lay there and take it. They got a guy now; they want to kick at him or punch at him. He hits them back. And he hits them ten times as hard, and they can't take it. Well, During one of those uh, coronavirus media things he had on, he he did a, a show showing the media their words. He put them up on the screen and played what they were saying, and they hated that. They couldn't take it <laughs> because he was showing that there's such uh, hypocrisy. Yeah, just uh, how they lie all the time. Yeah, well. That's right. all they do. That's all they do. And herein lies Dr. And Madonna's The new way to tell if you're, if you're offended today, you know what you need to do? What's that? Go burn something down. Get a flamethrower <laughs> and go burn something down. Well, we obviously that's, aren't going to advocate violence in any form on this program, but no, I but, think there are better that's ways. Not, that's not violence. That's just peaceful protesting. Peaceful protesting. Well, you burn stuff down. You tear statues down. You, you, you throw things at cops. You go shoot police. You say how awful they are. You call them a bunch of bad names, whatever you can think of. Tell them they're scum. That's what you do. Yeah, there was and a. It's accepted. This stuff could be stopped so easy, but they don't want to stop it. There was a video on TV this morning of uh, protesters hurling insults at black police officers that were trying to control the mobs, which I find. I saw that. I, I saw find that, that offensive. Too. I saw them pushing face shields into the cop's head. I saw that. You know, hey, this stuff could all be stopped easy. Just shoot the first six of them. And see how many of them want to stay around. All right, we so got easy. you. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's let's uh, let's find some Thank other you. way than actually shooting people, huh? That's no, what got us. No, into, let's do it. Shoot them. That's what got us into this mess in the first place. Right. Thank you so much. Thank no, you. No, 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 I didn't. Thank you for Thank being you, so Jimmy. irritated that you dialed today. Call we again, all, Jimmy. Well, we'll, we'll, okay. 
or, or you'll buy. <laughs> guess Jimmy's irritated with us, really. <laughs> you know, funny, a, a very low seller at Amazon is uh, Jimmy's Guide to Crowd Control, and we're glad of that. <laughs> so, all right, we'll take a quickie break. Uh, we will be right back. we got our callers lined up, emails and texts, so we have enough material for the top of the hour. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. we got more callers than we'll get in uh, before the top of the hour. Everybody's welcome to hold and or call back, but we will go right to the phone uh, for Mike. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, I'd just like to talk about Joe Biden's insurmount, was it insurmountable? insurmountable lead in the polls. That's what they're saying in well, some places, yes. Yeah, he's, he's got it in the bag right now, so... I think it's all over. So Democrats don't even bother voting. You know, he's going to. You know, we don't want to embarrass Trump that bad. So let's let's just just beat him regularly. So just you know, take your time, enjoy your life. And you just keep soothing the Democrats. And, and that Republican to, group, to our friend Tom talks about, is raising all those monies to all the money to buy ads against the president. That public group of Republicans. Yeah, I mean, it's lost. I mean, he, we we don't even need to vote. I yeah, agree. Don't with you. vote Democrats. It's over already. <laughs> You know, and the point I'm trying to make is when Trump said fake news, he was trying to really educate the people how fake the news is. Because, Mark, you, you touched on it already. This is not a popular vote for the, the election. It's, it's an electoral college, okay? And why don't we have the, why don't they say, hey, in the electoral race right now, the polls say that Biden has a 10 electoral vote lead or something, you know, whatever. But it's not real. It's not. It's, it's fake news. It's just a headline that they can put up there to try to demoralize people like me and embolden people that, you know, are, are real happy with a, a four-year fake investigation and an impeachment and a legal coup against this uh, uh, president, and they're, they're great, they're, they're real proud of lawlessness, and they think that's the way to go. And they, they want to embolden those people to, to be happy, and uh, they want to demoralize people like me. Because I'll tell you what, I just, I cannot believe that we had a situation where we spied on a presidential campaign, and then we came up with a fake story about Trump being a Russian agent, and we had one of the most prominent Democrats come out and lie in our faces day after day saying that he had evidence that proved Trump was a Russian agent. And all of these people go unpunished. You know, how can they, you know, they can't say anything about people busting windows and burning down buildings if they're, if they're happy with people lying to their face every single day. So, hey, I don't, I don't know where this country is going, but 
I don't think we're heading in the right direction. And where are the, where are the Democratic track. lawmakers who are condemning tearing down statues? I haven't heard any of them. I'm yet to hear the first one condemn it. Exactly. And you know what? Right now, everybody's yakking about we're having these spikes in this in the country right now, and we did it all wrong and everything. Well, we have doctors from UMPC writing letters to the uh, in the newspaper saying, "Hey, this is much to do. Not 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 necessarily much to do about nothing, but it's expected for reopening the economy. Where were all the people? You know, here, here's one last thing I want to make real quick. I think if there is a real spike going on. The media and Democrats, they're responsible in some ways for this because when people were taken to the streets and going crazy, the mainstream media wasn't criticizing the people for doing that. And we even had our politicians like Tom Wolf walking and marching in the streets in these mass crowds. So what's the normal person supposed to do? They're looking at this and they're seeing the politicians saying one thing but doing another. Okay. Hey, right. if it's good enough for them, it can be good enough for me. Good right. point. Noted, good point. Mike. Thank, Thank you, you so Mike. much. Appreciate that. Van, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. Well, morning. it sounded like Jimmy was a little worked up this morning. Yes, he was. He irritated, I believe, he was, was the right. word he used. <laughs> He's a little wound up. Uh, just, just a little uh, comment about the driver of color in NASCAR, as they like to call Bubba Wallace. He said about this noose being hanged up in his garage and the, the interesting thing is the FBI after they investigated this found out it was there for nine months and the thing was hung up during Halloween season now how I don't know if you guys have a garage at home but you tell me would it take you nine months to see a noose hanging in your garage at home well wasn't it attached to a garage door like you could pull on it to pull the door down they said that's what it was used for, but that's not where it was displayed. Okay. Now, okay. would it would it be nine months do you saw that? I mean, I, I saw it didn't look very big, but still, I mean, you're not dealing with a hoarder's garage. <laughs> you know, you're dealing with professional racers that they're very organized in their garages. And clean. And he didn't see that for nine months? And, well, the thing of it is, I guess, it wasn't even his garage nine months ago. Right, that was the was point I was going to make. There. So... Right. So, but even I don't know how long it was, but it's interesting the timing of it when he announced this. So I just think there's some dishonesty going on there, and you know it's like I think just like Jesse Smollett wanting to stir things up, I think he's guilty of that as well. You know, and it's a redneck sport. You know, we all know the, the redneck stereotype. You know. All right, we got you. Hey, we're call out of back. time you in this segment. More call back. Time in the 9 a.m. hour. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565 was the number he was on. Save that. You'll need it during the 9 a.m. hour. We will check headlines uh, coming up. We have some emails and a ton of texts. Uh, Joe's going to be busy just cobbling them together uh, when we come back. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, Joe McGranahan directly across from me. And on the other side of the glass, neutral in all of these important discussions, is Mr. Rob Center. He's answering the phone. He's a bipartisan kind of guy who lets everybody onto the program, whether you're uh, irritated or placated or, uh, or anything. He'll let you on the radio, so we appreciate his help and hard work. He, too, gets a week off next week, so we're glad that... Uh, he gets some R&R, I hope. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check him out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about race, statues, police pushback, President Trump, Joe Biden, and a wide range of other topics. So what's your opinion on uh, all of these related topics? You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. The search will continue today for a Mount Carmel man who went missing while kayaking on the Susquehanna River Wednesday. Rescuers were searching the Kettawissa area Wednesday. A helicopter was used along with at least a dozen boats, divers, boats with sonar, and other first responders there trying to find the individual, said to be about 27 years old, his name not disclosed. U.S. Senator Bob Casey says the trouble in Washington is that the police reform bill that's pending on the Republican side of the Senate doesn't go nearly far enough like the Democratic one does. I think probably the most important word in our bill, if you had to describe it in one bill, would be accountability. And frankly, that's the contrast in one word. That's what's missing in their bill. Our bill has substantial uh, accountability, the kind of accountability we have not seen in American law when it comes to policing. You can hear more about uh, the uh, Bob Casey interview at WKOK.com. The Sealands Grove Area Community Pool announced that they're moving forward with temporary repair work in order to reopen to the public later this month or in early July. The pool board released a statement saying that they discovered a substantial leak, several hundred thousand dollars to fix it. They have an intensive fundraising method underway. If you'd like to help them, please do contact uh, the borough of Sealands Grove to keep the pool open. Uh, They hope to reopen to the public late this month or early next month. There are now nine uh, deaths in the Valley related to COVID-19 in their daily update Wednesday. State Department of Health says there were two new Valley COVID-19 deaths around here. One was confirmed in Snyder County, a second one in Northumberland County, and uh, all of those related to COVID-19. With the surge in coronavirus uh, taking place in other parts of the world and elsewhere around the U.S., Governor Tom Wolf uh, says we've done well and hopefully he says we'll continue to do so. Governor Wolf says state officials have learned a lot since the coronavirus pandemic first hit the Commonwealth in March. We know more about things like masks, social distancing, things that that actually can can work and businesses as they open are, are, are doing responsible things to, to make sure that, that uh, uh, their customers, their employees are, are safe. All those things taken together I think mean that that when we get to the potential for a resurgence in the fall, we're going to be in a much different and better position than we were back in March. While Pennsylvania is seeing fewer new cases of COVID-19, the governor says the state is doing everything it can to prepare for a possible second wave.
Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And the New York Police Department says running over protesters with cars is not use of force. In the days following George Floyd's death, viral video showed two New York City police cars surging through protesters who were blocking the street. During testimony for New York State's Attorney General, the head of the force, Dermont Shea, says he doesn't consider using a police car to push a crowd use of force. So to modify what Jimmy said, run over six of them and the rest will go away? I guess, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's funny. Although if you go after police with a vehicle and surge into a line of police, guess what? Oh, there's a different charge you involved get, there. You get arrested for use of force. Okay. Upper right-hand corner and then we'll hit the text. Yeah, we got a lot of, well, we got a lot of calls and coming in too. Uh, Dick says, and he's referring to our caller Jimmy earlier, there is a caller that unfortunately is quite typical of many people that support this president. As I said, before most would never admit it that they are racist, but many are, and at times it shows very plainly. The reason they feel that way is the way they do is past history and upbringing. The president knows that many of his supporters feel this way and does nothing to discourage their feelings. My issue of many, does this president even care that at least half of the citizens of the country feel he openly cares only about his base? Everybody doesn't get all their news from Fox. For example, ABC Nightly News is the most viewed news show on a daily basis. You would think he would at least want to appeal to those voters. That's signed by well, Dick. but he knows that if he does his division thing, you know, trying to keep people divided, he gets 50% uh, or 51% of the U.S., so... You think he's dividing people deliberately, is that it? <laughs> uh, deliberately? No, he's not that complex. I, I don't think he's necessarily doing it deliberately. I think he's enjoying the outcome of the division, but I don't think he's diabolical or has a conspiracy or anything. I think he thinks about whatever he thinks is best for him and uh, acts and speaks accordingly. I, I, I think where the, the chips fall where they may. Well, we have two texts on each side, and then we have three phone calls, but one one text says, good morning, Humpty Trumpy has been a stupid, racist, liar, and lawless president. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> at least he's polite about it. Uh, then, uh, I know Mark will scoff at this, but the evidence is out there. If you look, the anarchists tearing down the statues and monuments don't care what they're about. Their only interest is to erase history and destroy this country. They are um, right, trying right, to right overwhelm below. the system yep. and cause chaos. They are trying to usher in socialism, which leads to communism. Wasn't it Khrushchev who said that the Soviet Union would destroy the USA without firing a shot, but would do it from within. Antifa is a communist front group bent on the destruction of this country. All right, and now you read this sentence. I know Mark will scoff at this, but the evidence is out there if you look. All right. Thank well, hard you. to tell where that stood. It kind of floated between both of those texts. Oh, well, right. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't think they're trying to erase history. I, I'm a, I'm a, if they're pulling down, the, like one of them was a Union soldier, I think they're just bent on destruction. I don't think it doesn't seem to have a theme if that's part of it. At least when they were focusing on Confederate statues, you could say that was really the, the thrust of it. But it seems as though everybody's an equal. Well, there's uh, an absolute ignorance of American of history on the part of most of these people. I mean, they don't even understand the context behind what it is they're tearing down or why it was put up. They just, I'm offended. Let's tear it down. 
<laughs> and uh, we had uh, we had one here. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Did we I? lost one. We had a very good email here. I well, think there this are, is nobody's delayed. Oh, here it any. is. There here it go. is. And we'll leave this one. Then we'll get to our callers. Uh, presidential mudslinging is not new. It goes back to the founding fathers. Jefferson supporters were called cutthroats who walks in rags and sleeps amid filth and vermin. Makes being called a deplorable mild. <laughs> Cleveland had an illegitimate child. His critics had a slogan: "Ma, ma, where's my pa?" <laughs> but you must remember they turned it. His supporters turned it around with gone to the White House, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. um, Jackson was called a cannibal, and his mother was a common prostitute. He responded by calling Adams the pimp of the coalition, accusing Adams of supplying American girls for services to the czar when he was the Russian ambassador. There are many other examples. One more, the 1848 Democratic presidential candidate Lewis Cass was called a pot-bellied, mutton-headed cucumber. There's a damning phrase if I ever heard one. What's that fish quote you always use? Of John, John Randolph. He used to refer to one of his political opponents. He said, he doth both stink and shine like rotten mackerel by moonlight. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that leads us directly to Dale. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, I just want to say most patriotic Americans and the most of the masses are confused. And I say that because... <clears throat> They want justice for ripping down statues and all like that. But the main thing is, we just had 78 veterans die in our care, and our people don't want justice for that. That's more important than any statue. These people fought for our democracy. And another thing is, you know, Cindy and Joe is confused. Well, both. <laughs> High-level Republicans and Fox News want you to believe that we don't live in a democracy. That's why we're experiencing anarchy right now. Because republic works through democracy. Democracy don't work through republic. I mean, you guys can look it up. I mean, Fox News is not an educational system. It's just news. It means fake news, basically. Well, like I said, you know, those statues, the new generation don't believe in it. It's their place now, so... I mean, I'd just like to know how you and Cindy figures democracy works through the public. I, I don't understand that. Democracy is a system. So, I mean, I know she threw that at the end of the show to get her point. Dale, there are two different forms of I government. One is democrat oh, democracy. You ask a question, I'll try to answer it for you. There is, and you could look it up in the dictionary. It's there, and you could look it up online. A republic is a representative form of government where you have a... Usually it's bicameral, to a House and a Senate, you know, and it has... it has Everything is done by the consent of the governed and, and by voting. And, and that's, the, you know, democracy is a little bit different than that. But, I mean, that's how we work. They decided, our founding fathers decided we would be a republic, and so we are a republican form of government. And we vote on things. We have elections. The majority consent and majority rules in this country, even though some of my our callers say they think that there's something in the Constitution that guarantees the rights of minorities, that they have a say. It doesn't. It just guarantees that, you know, the majority of the people get to vote on what happens and how it happens. So that's it. Hey, democracy, democracy is a system. Republic is not a system. So our founding fathers... The, uh, the architect of this country said that there has to be coexist democracy and a republic for for makes laws you know that everybody's when you're born you're given freedoms and liberties well now it seems like fox news telling people they have to earn their uh freedoms and liberties when we were born we were given it. so you know you, you gotta 
you got to take everything with a grain of salt. I don't want to throw mud on anybody. I mean, everybody can believe what they want to believe. But the truth is both of them are supposed to work systematically. And what Fox News and the high Republicans want you to believe you have to earn liberties and freedoms, which, you know, it's not fair for our younger generation. Well, you don't have to earn them. Our Constitution guarantees them to you, Dale. Kids deserve a good education. You ought to read the Constitution from time to time. There are guarantees in there that are absolute. Stop by the station. We have a couple copies. We have a whole Supreme Court that that upholds those rights and those liberties. All right. Thank you so much, Dale. (laughs) Really appreciate the call. Oh, it's a system. It's a system. Well, no argument there. Well, they're both systems of government. Nobody's going to argue that with you. (laughs) Oops. I'm sorry. (laughs) Still there? Okay. Huh? Come on. No. Come on. Democracy is a system. Republic is the man. So, I mean, they have to follow something. They can't follow themselves. That's, we're confused. Fox News and big uh, businesses and corporations are confusing people. That's Listen, why we're here. here, here we're here, because they're confused. I don't think All you've ever read it, but here's the definition of a republic. A state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected represent and their elected representatives and which has an elected or nominated president rather than a monarch. That is a republic. That is what we are. <laughs> All right. Well, the Senate and Repu- the Senate is treating Trump like a monarch because he is basically not following the rules of, of the people. Well, they, they can treat him like a monarch. They they can treat him like an imbecile if they want to. But it, we're still a republic. It really doesn't change. And we're going to stay one. Thank you, Dale. Very much appreciated. Uh, Dan, you're getting in just under the wire. Last caller before a quick break. Hey, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> we un- undereducated white people, we still love our president. We also gained, we gained a lot of very smart black people are joining the Trump train. And we, 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 we is gonna win. We're gonna win that election. And what are you people on the left gonna do when Trump wins even larger than he won the first time. What are you gonna do if that doesn't happen, Dan? (laughs) Just out of curiosity. I guarantee you one thing, I won't be out causing anarchy. Okay. I live like a great citizen, like I always tried to do. But here's the thing, Joe. If I wear my Trump shirt, to Walmart, shopping anywhere, the silent majority, they'll come over and talk with me. They won't have a Trump shirt. They won't be no indication that they even like Trump. I've This happened a lot of times to me. I have a Trump shirt on. I, they'll come over and say, hey, hey, we love your shirt. We're voting for Trump, too. And I did, and Jimmy's call, the first caller in there, that, there's a lot of people feel his frustration out here. I just talked to a gentleman last night. He's a Democrat, but he voted for Trump the first time, and he cannot believe the anarchy the left's causing right now with tearing down statues, uh, looting in the streets, and he's not as kind as I am. He'd be a lot more uh, direct 
than I am about this looting and tearing down. And Dan, you think, Dan, let me yes. ask you a question. How many people are in the left? I mean, there's 327 million, pe- million people in the U.S. How many are the left? Not not that many. Well, but yeah, they, obviously. But they had, <laughs> well, they had ones of it Half? make the noise and people out. If, if Tom's being honest, if he is truly the way he says he is, unless he's trying to get us people stirred up that love Trump, he's a follower just a blind follower of the left believes whatever they tell him, but uh, there's a lot of people like that out here. They don't have a concrete value system where they really sort out what they believe, and they follow the leadership of the left, you know, And but the silent majority out here talk to them every day here in town go shopping they're out there and they do not like what's going on in our country and they're they're smart enough to see that that the left I was talking about that hate, that hate this country the way we are yeah they they want a country here but they don't want the country I grew up in, they do not a repre- want a representative republic, which Joe was talking about, but the last caller, and we are a representative republic. Joe's right. We're right, not Dan, a democracy. Dan, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Uh, let's get these questions answered. The left is tearing down statues of race in history. All right, so we'll stipulate that. How many people are on the left in the U.S.? Well... Uh, in our air, in our area, it's only college. It's only mainly your college professors, and if Tom's being real, you might call him a far leftist and fan, and some of them. But I'm not always sure that they really believe what they're saying. I'm not <laughs> sure about it. I think Maybe people say that do. about some conservatives around here, too. Well, does, let's, well for the sake really of your mean? argument, Mark, let's say one-third of the people okay. are left-leaning, one-third are right-leaning, okay. and one-third are in the middle. All right, so, so what does that prove? 100, 120 million people. How many pulled down the statue out in, in Washington? Would you I don't say? know, 40, 50, 40? 60, somewhere. So if... What is what percentage then is forty into one hundred and twenty million? What percentage is interested in of the left is interested in pulling down statues? They might have been paid to do that. They they might be paid anarchists. There's plenty of them out right. there. They're being paid. Right, anarchists. They don't orders. really have a value system. Here's the other point. Other than tear down, tear down. Here's tear the point. Down. Here's the point to Mark's question. You know, not everybody is a violent protester on the right, the left, or the center. But there are violent people on each side. And the problem we face in this country is that those of us who are somewhere in the middle get run over by these people because they are willing to destroy without, you know, look at all the people who are complaining about Charlottesville when that happened. That one nut ran somebody over and killed them, unfortunately. You know, there was a lot of indignation about that. But where's the indignation about the uh, black policeman being pushed 
and shoved and cursed at. You know, there are bad people on every side of this equation, and there are many good people. Fortunately for us, there are more good people than bad people. And until the good even people... Even in the white supremacist group? Even in, the, in all groups. I think there you can be a white supremacist without ever acting on it. I mean, I could, my personal belief could be I'm superior to everybody. But if I never act on that belief, I'm allowed to have it, aren't I? Right. But right. You think that's Does good. that make no. me a bad person? <laughs> okay. No, I know people that that are white. Not many of them I met in you know that they are sort of a white supremacist, but they don't they don't act on it. They just have the feeling, and most of us don't have them feelings at all. We know we're equal. I'm no better than anybody else. But it begs, it begs a broader conversation, Dan. If, if, you know, if I say white lives matter, I'm considered a racist. If I say black lives <laughs> right. matter, I'm considered a noble person who has understood, ally. understands where we're going. If I say all lives matter, I've offended everybody. So yeah. I mean, where do we stand in this thing? Sense. Well, Don't it doesn't. What Does we have it? is a lack of tolerance for each other, and that's what alarms me. I'm willing to tolerate, and I don't have to agree with it, and I realize tolerate is a bad-sounding word to a lot of people. It sounds condescending. But I'm willing to tolerate people whose opinions are far different than mine. I'm willing to live and let live, but there are a lot of people who aren't. They feel they have to convert you to their way of thinking. All right, 1-800-795. Right. You know, thank you. No, Dan, 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 stop. We got, that's All it. right, I'll get you the next <laughs> time. But next, uh, have a happy vacation. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys much. have a great one. We'll see you in a week and a half. All right. 11 <laughs> days for Joe. <laughs> he needs it. He's going he's gonna to read the 21 steps to uh, uh, understanding America. There you, there you are, wrapping yourself around <laughs> your own thoughts. Again. All right. 1-800-795-9565. There you go again. There you go again. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, would you be able to do a text? Yes, I can do one right here. So Bob Casey is being his typical partisan self. If it isn't the Democrat way, it'll never happen. The states are responsible for policing within the states. Uh, I'm saying where it goes from there. The states. Oh, 
per the oh, oh per the Tenth per Amendment. The okay. Yeah. Considering that most of the protesting, noting, and looting is happening in democratically controlled states and cities, the reason we've uh, been Next told one, is yeah. racism. But if that's so, then wouldn't the democratic politicians controlling these cities be responsible? They all act like they're not investors, and the Democrats in the House and Senate are trying no, to no 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 they're not I in investors I N V E S T E R S involved they're not oh involved, involved. okay <laughs> well unfortunately the I N V cuts off and it's either investors or in <laughs> yeah sorry either word fit sorry Stan we had to do that. Our, as we mentioned our text yeah it's really weird because device. the texts don't necessarily come in if you write more than what 160 words 135 135 words or letters characters characters yeah it splits them up and not always in the correct order and so we have to kind of pick and choose our way through there and when we get a lot of them in in a row it can be confusing so my apologies to stand for miscalculating what he wrote 135 characters my lovely bride says that describes the hosts and the callers <laughs> 135 characters and we have ken from lewisburg on the mark ken good morning good morning i'm a little hoarse so um, <laughs> Poof, you you're a little leery of, of my voice. I was in Aberdeen, Maryland, watching baseball all weekend. So, um, but the reason I actually called is because you talked about tolerance. Okay, I've, I've been traveling for quite a bit, and tolerance is an excellent word. It's not condescending at all. It just means people are different. That's it. And we don't all have to agree. Why is it being stuffed down my throat? And that you're willing to accept that without trying to judge them or change them, but just tolerate them. Well, yeah, here's, here's the thing. And, and you mentioned it specifically. I don't even know what white supremacy means unless I go back to history and read the Nazi stuff, everything else. But so what if they want to be that way? Isn't it their right? I'm not sticking up for them, but isn't it their right to have that belief? It is the right to have that belief as long as their belief doesn't take away anybody else's freedom or liberty or cause anybody else harm. Exactly. Exactly. But like you said, if I want to sit at home and it's not, well, it doesn't matter if it is me or not. If I want to sit at home and do that, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to bother you. Leave me alone. Right. Well, I think that's where the dilemma is when people act on it or are violent in a crowd, whether they're white supremacists or members of the left. But some people aren't content to let other people have those opinions. They, you either conform or you're in trouble. Oh, is that what? Okay. Exactly. That's my. That's my point. Gotcha. They're tearing down the, these. Well, and first of all, oops. Uh -oh. Which line was he on? One is actually going to vote. Okay. We I, we I accidentally lost part of what you said, Ken. Ken, we actually lost part of what you said. You want to go back to your last statement? Oh, I said I don't believe that anyone that's tearing down a statue is actually going to vote. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good point. Maybe and they will, maybe they won't. Based on know. what evidence? Uh, let's hear. How do you know that? Have you ever looked at the turnout and the demographics? of the people tearing down statues. Uh, I wouldn't say I know the demographics, but how do you know they don't, regardless of what they look like, what, how do you know they don't vote? Well, it has nothing to do with what they look like. 
And, and see now, you just made a very bad statement. You said. Okay? You That's said. That's my point. That was okay. Let me ask you this question. You ask me, have I ever looked at them? And if I were to look at them, would I not see what they looked like? So uh -huh. don't accuse me of judging them by what they looked like. I'm just answering your question. So I ask you, I look at them, and then how will I know they don't vote? That's all. That's the only question. If you look at the people pulling down the statues in answer to your question, how do you know they don't vote? Up he left. Okay. They don't fit oh, the demographic of voting. Oh, I see. Okay, you can tell that. Okay, and I'm 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 the person being criticized for judging people how they look, but you can look at somebody with a strap up on the top of the Andrew Jackson statue and say, oh, that person's demographic, their age, uh, height, income is a non-voter. That's pretty interesting. Well, typically, younger people yeah. don't vote as often as older people, so well, I think you could draw that it, conclusion. It, okay, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, I've got I've got four teenagers. They're not voting. They're not pulling down statues. But I'm begging them to go vote. Begging. It just doesn't happen. They don't care. Okay, we'll take it. With, uh, I'm glad you can tell that from looking at them. Most of us are trying to be uh, to not judge people by what we see when we look at them. But I guess you can tell a lot by. by you got to be woke, folks. right? You, you woke, woke over there. Oh, so you just accused me of being racist. That's what you just did. <laughs> I think you're reading a way yeah. more into it than I said. No, 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 no. You just did. That was fun. Okay, and so I baited you into I baited you into it. That's the funny part. I oh, deliberately brother. led you into calling the racist. Okay. Well, in, in Mark's defense, I did, whatever. We'll give you the last word. Go I right ahead. I didn't get that out of it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. But see, he can he can tell just by looking at uh, people that they're non-voters. So that's pretty but interesting. Going back to his original point, which I agree with, you know, uh, he said that to tolerating someone he isn't condescending. I agree with that. You know, I know it sounds that way in today's today's world. You say, oh, I tolerate you, but we, that's not good enough for people today. They want you to embrace what it is they believe and support it and condone it and march down the street carrying a flag and, and signs in support of it. I'm willing to let you do whatever you want to do. If you choose to be a racist, if you choose to be someone who dislikes our American history, I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to come out and say you have no right to do that or I'm not going to tell you that you've got to think my way or else you'll suffer some terrible punishment. I think what people are looking for when they call out the word tolerance, you know, I, I tolerate a certain amount of air leaks in my house. It's not ideal. It is far from the cheapest way to heat a home, but it's an old house, so we tolerate a few leaks. That's not the way you should deal with people. You should embrace the people. The fact that they are here and are, are working and trying to raise themselves up and are, if necessary, pulling down statues to get their point across, I think we're, we are being asked to embrace no. other people. Well, not but, just but put we up shouldn't, with them. We shouldn't be. Right, because you're willing to put up with other people. I'm more willing to hear what but they have see, to now, say put, and put to up, listen. Put up with is condescending. Toleration is something different okay. entirely, in my What's opinion. What's the definition of toleration? Toleration is that you're willing to let people have other ideas and thoughts uh, that you don't necessarily agree with. All right, well, that's okay. You don't I'm not going to beat you over the head. Let's say on abortion. Let's say you, you are a big fan of abortion, and I'm not. I, I'm not going to come to your house and pick it. I'm going to talk 
tolerate you by allowing you to have that opinion without me trying to tell you. I might, if you ask me about it, I'll tell you I think you're wrong, but I'm not going to come to your house and set fire to your house or, <laughs> you know, tear down the statue or tear down your beehive in the backyard. Is there any cause for which you would pick it? You ask me that all the time. Right. And the answer is no. No, I, we're I talking would pick about it people in defense who feel very strongly about their I would views, pick it in defense of American, hist- in American history. I would tolerate that. I find if you ask me to have a counter demonstration against those people tearing down statues, you might find me willing to show up at that event. All right, we'll take more callers and more comers. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. 1 800 795 9565. Joe says he'll tolerate more lefties calling in. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we've got lots of calls lined up, so Joe, read the email, and then we'll hit the phones. says, good morning. Joe Biden being sheltered is serious. Here we have a presidential candidate that everyone is sure has a serious mental health problem. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, health problem. I'm not sure of that. We laugh at it, ignore it. Why? To brush this serious issue aside is hardly normal. Joe should have a medical checkup and be cleared to run. We're talking about Joe Biden. Yes. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Joe's having a little work done this week. That's why he took the week off. <laughs> Al, Al, you're on the mark. I don't know if you guys would be able to tolerate me. <laughs> well, we put up with it, yeah, but he, yeah, well, you enlighten us about important topics. Most of the time, yes. Oh, uh, well, you got on that, but uh, I, I've written down stuff ahead of time, so I'm going to stick to that. President Trump acts on his agenda. And that's he does it every day, and, and the way he does it might not make everybody happy, but that's just, he's we're doing his job. And uh, Billy Graham said that uh, God had a hand in Trump's being president, President Trump being president, in the 2016 election. Yeah. Franklin Graham right now has a uh, commercial one, not only turn into Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but it also says that the United States has turned its back on God. And uh, and Trump's President Trump has a job ahead of him for uh, you know draining the swamp. He's got Democrats and Republicans against him, and God drained the swamp one time with Elijah. Uh, so it does need drained every once in a while because. God has even drained a swamp, and at the end of the sword of Elijah, where he killed 450 learned prophets and other people with his own sword. 
and then God protected him. So. Well, apparently God he doesn't drain the swamp very often if the last time it happened was under Elijah. Right, and there are other people who feel as though President Trump is the 11th plague in the Bible, but that's another topic. Or one of the seven well, right, horsemen. If they want to compare it to that, then you, ought to, then you ought to really compare it to that and look at both sides. Okay. All right, that's and our that's job. All right, what else, Al? Now, got any questions for me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're no. doing a super job. Uh, no, but we got three other calls lined up behind you, so unless you have something else, I we'll move on. I talked to one of your business well, compliance. Thank you very much. I thank appreciate you. being on the air. And right, any time. That's what we're here for, buddy. Take care. And I have a compliment for you. I talked to one of your painting clients, and they said you're a real perfectionist. So that's a compliment you in your business. Right, you so. better believe it. <laughs> uh, Rick, you're next up on On the Mark. Thanks for calling in. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, did they come up with a name on the new bridge they're building above Lewisburg yet? You mean the uh, Susquehanna Valley Thruway Project Bridge? Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, I'd like to nominate somebody here that I think deserves getting nominated, having his name on the bridge. It's uh, PSC John Mauer. John Robert Mauer. He was killed in World War II. He's from Lewisburg, okay, and uh, I don't really see anything around there with his name on. Well, you should. This is not the place for that. You should send that to PennDOT or to your state representative. Yeah, well, you were talking. You were talking before what the name of this bridge is going to be. No, we weren't talking about that. No, I don't think so. No, we weren't. Oh, months ago, months and no, months okay, ago. Okay, I maybe, maybe. All the time. <laughs> okay. Just in passing, I call it the Joe. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the truth. I'm kind of like Jim. You know, you both kind of laugh every time you hear something you don't want to hear. <laughs> like you're one step above everybody else. But you know, you're really not. You're really not above anybody. You're little stickles and you're snurks. And for you being a big conservative, Joe, when was the last time you really voted for a conservative, a true conservative person? And what was his name? David Rowe. Ronald Reagan, David oh. Rowe, yeah. <laughs> Linda Ronald Culver. Reagan. Linda Culver. See, you know, you know, Ronald Reagan's not bad, but he wasn't no great conservative. <laughs> but that was the last time you voted for a conservative. No, that's person. not true. I voted. And you're a Republican. I voted for George Bush. I voted for his father. I voted for Ronald Reagan. I voted for Linda Culver, Merle Phillips, John Gordner. I vote for a lot of conservatives. Oh, but you, I just said, when was the last time you voted for a conservative? The last and election. you said Ronald Reagan. I was just being so facetious. So which is it? Are you just trying to cover now, or what? <laughs> you found me out. I'm a closet yeah. liberal. <laughs> he, he got you. I'm, I'm a, not like Chris. <laughs> I'm a closet liberal who thinks he's better than everybody else. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Rick calls yeah, in and laughs. Yeah, you do. You both do. You both think you live a little bit above. But the day of reckoning, the chickens have come home to roost. Okay. Oh, now that sounds hey, like... have a good day now. That sounds like a threat. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, the chickens have come home to roost. Righty, okay. Actually, uh, I don't know anybody who's le least likely to think they're above anybody else than the two of us. 
No, I'm. I mean, uh, you know, we is, we uh, laugh or mm, chuckle at something from time to time. That's true. That does irritate. I've heard this from several people. But it's you know, it's natural when you're having a conversation with somebody. If they say something you find it amusing or you question, you want to question it. It's a reaction. It's not a. It's not being condescending. It's just a reaction. Well, and I think uh, the one nice person who's a constituent of your borough who sends us letters, who goes to my church, she, my laughing at people irritates her to no end when, you know, we're laughing with Al or with uh, our good caller that was just on the line, you know, or we, we sort of chuckle at the things so that grades on her. No, and what I was trying to do was be helpful to him. He had a legitimate suggestion about uh, naming this, the bridge after somebody. I was just telling him where he should. Well, apparently we had talked about it in passing. I don't remember. I say it's the Joe <laughs> Granahan Memorial Bridge because Joe's but I ain't dead. not dead yet. <laughs> all right, upper right-hand corner, right. and then we'll take the break. Said, so, good morning, Mark and Joe. With all the recent events involving the tearing down of statues, riots, etc., here's an interesting comparison or two that just popped into my head. I once wrote a paper for my college advanced composition class years ago. For this assignment, I wrote a satire of the O.J. Simpson trial, comparing its lawyers, judge, etc., to those acting in a circus as there were accusations disorder and general chaos throughout the trial. Another thought with regard to what's been happening nowadays, William Shakespeare said in one of his plays, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. In other words, here we all are in this drama witnessing victims of police brutality, racism, and other things. And our president, the supposed director of our country, is merely one of the players in the act rather than helping America through all of this. And that's from Seth. All right, we got enough emails, calls, and texts to take us to the end of the show. We'll start that sequence when we come back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. The text of your choice, and then we'll get the phones. Short one uh, from Mike. He says, tolerance equals live and let live. I agree with you, Mike. All right. And let's the see. The next one up. Uh, Republicans are getting out of control. Oh, that's a good place and to that's stop. the only, <laughs> only right. comment he made. Republicans are getting out of control. All right. Well, he is right. All right. Uh, Chris is on line three. Good morning, sir. You were first up. And then, Stan, you get... Uh, two and a half minutes. Uh, well, uh, what that caller or two, one or two ago, I should remind him that uh, Jesus was overturning tables, maybe not tearing down statues. Right. Driving but the money had, changers from the temple. Yep. Yep. Well, and one of our one of our listeners texted us a couple of weeks ago and said the worst anti-fascist troops he ever saw were U.S. soldiers heading to Europe. 
in World War II. Right, in World I War II. They were pretty good. Yeah, anti fascist. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. But, uh, yeah, but tearing, the, tearing down the statues are, uh, is, is not erasing history. In fact, it's, it's like, as I said before, the, if you've been watching TCM, they have a program on blackface in America. And they are preserving history, and they're putting it in context. And these statues that are being removed, for the most part, are, you know, I don't know if people should be tearing them down. I don't think they really should be, but they uh, should be uh, protesting them. And there have been a lot of them removed by the government, local governments involved. And for the most part, I think that's a good thing, because they were put up pretty much for racist reasons. And I know you like to say that Trump's not racist, but what do you call somebody who says he can't get a get a fair trial from a judge whose uh, family came from Mexico to America? Or doesn't what do you see call it. a man who says he wouldn't ever hire a black CPA? Those are opinions. And he's entitled to them. Well, you think they're, they're racist. racist opinion, they are. Well, you think they're <laughs> racist. <laughs> it's the very definition, Joe. <laughs> I didn't say a racist had to kill, kill uh, groups they don't like. I just uh, I think if they uh, say things like that, you can sort of say they're racist. So what you? if I said, I won't hire a blue-eyed accountant? Am I racist? Well, I don't know if that's a blue-eyed as a race, but I, I guess it'd be a pretty dumb thing to say. No, well, you know, any, anything, any <laughs> discrimination like that is ridiculous, and it shows that the person who said it is stupid, or at least well, not, not caring, but I'm not willing to say that makes you racist. We throw that word around. I mean, to me, racism is, you know, some deliberate, harsh, hard thing you do to somebody, uh, really putting your foot in their neck and keeping them from breathing, whether it's literal or figurative. But just an opinion, well, you're entitled to that. hire somebody, be, uh, a CPA, because they're black, kind of covers that, doesn't it? it? It's uninformed and a stupid decision. It's not necessarily racist. Okay. All right. Anyway. And it's coming from our president. Well, he's not the it's not the first thing he said that was stupid or ill-considered, to be honest with <laughs> or you. Or uninformed. All right, Chris, and thank you so much. His, his policies are an extension of his personality. He only has uh, one thing, and that's the aggrandizing himself and, uh, and getting reelected. All right, thank you so much, so Chris. You might, I appreciate the call. You might say, I wouldn't vote for a man who wouldn't hire a black accountant. Does that make you a racist? Stan, you're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, tolerance, Mark. Did you? Now, I may have misheard you, but you were speaking about we don't need to tolerate these people ripping down the statues. We need to embrace them. And the protesters, I should say. Oh, I, Is I that just, what you said? I, I did not say that. No, not exactly At least not that. Deliberately. He said we should embrace people. Who, instead of tolerating people who have different ideas, we should embrace them, support them, and be there for them. That's his... I'm not there uh, for okay. them. I didn't say that. That's so then, then if you're going to say that, that's going to go across the board. So that means we should embrace the neo-Nazi racist pigs, the white supremacists? Now, no, there's, a, there's an excellent so. point. Now, Mark, Mark would draw the line at that. It's only well, ideas he agrees with <laughs> that we should support and love and embrace. 
<laughs> well, see, that's that's my point. Well, I wouldn't embrace them. I'd pray <laughs> for them, but I wouldn't ways. embrace them. I'm not even certain Mike Mark would tolerate those people. <laughs> oh, to- okay, so we're going to tolerate some and embrace the rest. Well, you know, quite frankly, white supremacists are a bunch of pigs, I, you know, and idiots, all right? Anybody that thinks that way is pretty disgusting. But it also goes not just on the white supremacist side, because there are black supremacists, and that's not a racist statement, that's a fact. Because anybody that would have white people kneel in front of them begging for forgiveness because they were born white, that, in my opinion, is pretty racist. That being said, you know, slavery and all that that happened, that was the biggest evil on this earth, and it's still going on in, in countries over in Africa and the Middle East. But we hear nothing from these people about that, about stopping it. Well, and I don't understand. Well, maybe we, most of these people are U.S. citizens pushing for positive change in the U.S. Well, well, it should be positive change in, across the world in the to world. end slavery, right. period. All right, well, yeah, no If I can't there. get love and acceptance, I'll settle for tolerance. Sorry, we have to go, Stan, but yeah, please sorry. call back first thing tomorrow morning. Oh, nope, don't do that. No. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller's on first. And I'll see you in a week and a day, or yeah. so forth. All right, 11-day Joe, we call him. He works four days, and then he has 11 days off. He works four days. Okay, you get the idea. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is WKOK Sunbury.